Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you doing anything unique this Thanksgiving to make it super memorable? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. What up, turkeys? Hey, gobble gobble. It is indeed uh it is indeed the eve of Thanksgiving. And it is a weird Thanksgiving, to say the least, right? Mm -hmm. And so I was just curious, is anybody doing anything to try to make it even more memorable than it already is? You know, we're already doing things a little bit differently. Are you going all out? What are you doing to make it a little bit different? Not going out anywhere. You know what I mean. (laughs) 651-641. 1071 and Holly just interrupt when we have any koala. But do it politely. We do have a koala on the line. Oh, Uh, oh, who's calling? Uh, We have Dylan on the line. Dylan is calling. Hello, Dylan. Dylan, are you. Why are you calling? Dylan, are you doing anything uh, unique this Thanksgiving to make it more memorable? What I'm going to be doing this Thanksgiving to make it memorable is this year I'll be staying home for Thanksgiving. Uh huh. And it's just going to be me, my mother, and Alyssa for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Well, that's yep. awesome. Now, since COVID is rising, yep, yep, and that is the right thing to do. Are you are you gonna are you eating the the regular Thanksgiving dinner, or are you gonna have something different? Uh, probably eating the. I'm probably eating the regular Thanksgiving dinner. Perfect. Well, Dylan, thank you for your call and happy Thanksgiving. Take care of yourself and, and your family. Uh, 651-641-1071. Are you doing anything different or unique this year for Thanksgiving? I mean, I think everybody's doing something a little different, right? I, mean, I would hope. Right? <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, um, I don't know what you normally But do. I guess my question is, like, are you, are, is there anything you're going to do? So, like, for example, at my house, we're not even having the typical Thanksgiving dinner. Mm. There will be no turkey. Everybody got to choose... Sad. I don't think anybody's really particularly sad about it. I think that's sad. Okay, I mean, you're not, you don't need to worry. Ooh, <laughs> she told me, no, listeners. But, but like, my family doesn't get super excited about the Thanksgiving meal, which is yeah, unfortunate. Yeah, it is. Um, I agree. <laughs> so we, I just said, okay, everybody pick one thing that you want, and that's the meal. So we, our meal, okay, you ready to hear what we're having? You already know. We're having homemade lasagna, spaghetti, Braised short ribs, mashed potatoes, Oreos, and then we are having green bean casserole because I could, I had that was a late addition. We had to do that. You just had to. Had to, and then a pecan pie. Yeah, that's the that meal. Sounds good to me. I'm fine with it. I mean, there's not really any valuable vegetables represented because who chose those? Nobody. Mom. 
I mean, I feel like this is the year that you really just get a pass on rules, right? Well, yeah. And tradition. And we're just going to throw it out like on the kitchen counter, like a buffet. And, uh, you know, every, we'll probably around three o'clock, everybody can, you know, load up their plates. Yeah. But, but I wanted it to be memorable and different. And I wanted it to be something that, you know, years down the line will go, remember the COVID Thanksgiving? Remember when we did this? Because it sucks. Because we'd rather be with our families. And we'd rather be, you know, sitting around the table eating a great big turkey. But instead, we got to find a different yeah, way to have it for make, sure. Have it be fun. 651 mm-hmm. uh, I know Holly's feverishly answering the phones. Are you doing anything unique this Thanksgiving to make it memorable. Holly, who do we have on the line? Let's start with V. Hello, V. V, what are you doing this year to make it memorable? Hi, Colleen and Bradley. Hi, Thanks V. for having me. I love you guys. Um, so we have two members of my house who have COVID oh. and two who do not. So we are separated this year. And but we're still in the same house and it's just going to be a do what you want. What do you want me to order? What do you want me to make? What? Whatever. That's perfect. That's just what we're going to do this year. And it doesn't matter. And we're all together and the COVID is going great. Um, so I can't complain about anything, but that's our different thing that we're doing. Yeah. Can I just ask people get get well soon in your home yeah i was gonna i was also gonna ask do you do the members who have covid do they still have their uh sense of taste and smell um oddly yes they do um that has stayed around um i cannot complain i'm very blessed this has been very light for my household all the symptoms and everything that you hear i cannot complain i'm just gonna sit back and be thankful that this is what we're doing, yeah. and it's going to be great, and I do not care. Whatever you want, I will find it, and I will make it for I you. I love Good. that. V, thank you for Thanks, your call. V. I will say I have, I have a friend who has COVID right now and lost her sense of taste and smell like yesterday and mm. said, of all the times to lose your taste and smell right before the best eating holiday yeah. ever. Uh, Who else do we have on the line, Holly? We have Lainey. Hi, Lainey. Lainey, Lainey, what are you doing this year to make Thanksgiving unique? Hi, Colleen and Bradley. I love you guys. Love you, too. too. uh, At our our home, it's just my husband and I now, um, but I'm cooking a big traditional Thanksgiving. Um, uh, Both of my children live in the cities in their own homes, and after we eat, I'm going to make up like a mom's DoorDash. Aww. And with they each get their own pie and a little mini bottle of champagne, and I'm just going to come and bring them on to each of their doorsteps. Oh, That's that awesome. So sweet. It's a great yeah, idea. That. That'd be really fun. Yeah, that for sure. So and it gives lovely. you a reason to get out and about and stay safe at the same Absolutely. time. Absolutely. Yeah. Stay safe. Thank you, Lainey, and have a great Thanksgiving. Uh, do we have another caller, Holly? Oh, we have a few more. Let's go to Sue. Perfect. Hi, Sue. Sue, what are you doing unique this Thanksgiving? We are staying home, but we are having uh, shrimp and lobster on the grill. Ooh, yum. Sounds good to me. That sounds What time perfect. do I show up in a socially distanced manner? You can just toss <laughs> it at him. Um, about 3 o'clock. All right. We have, a lot, we have a lot of land, so there will be plenty of room for social distancing. Oh, my gosh. that You are doing it right, Sue. Have a great Thanksgiving. Enjoy that shrimp and lobster. I would love to do that, too, but I have a shellfish allergy in my house. 
Womp, I'm womp. just saying. I'd love to do that too, but we have a no, shellfish. But allergy. I really did. Remember when I said everybody in my house got the thing that they wanted on the table? Yeah. I would have chosen like lobster tails, but yeah. you know, I I prefer to have my husband around. So yeah, we're gonna just not do that this. Probably year. a good idea. All right, who else do we have on the line, Holly? Let's have Carrie have the last Perfect. word. Hi, Carrie. Carrie, what is the unique thing thing? Thingy, thingy that you're doing. Carrie, what's your thingy, Carrie? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing this Thanksgiving? My thingy. Well, first, happy Thanksgiving, Clean and Bradley. It's so good to hear your voices. Gobble, oh, gobble. Too. Gobble, gobble. Um, so uh, we are not getting together with my family this year, so it's just the three of us. And I have Thanksgiving dinners for 16. And what we're going to do is our church does a little ministry called Comfort Meals, and we are going to be making a whole bunch of frozen dinners and putting them in the freezer at our church. And for um, the next month or two, anybody can go in and get some frozen dinners. Oh, that's, oh, that's so awesome! Cool. Yeah, it's going to be really, it's going to be really cool. It'll be a great project. My nine-year-old daughter is really going to get into it. Oh, I'm so oh, I'm glad. Sure, what yeah. a great, what a great thing to do and what a great activity to do together as a family. Um, and what a great year to do it. So um, thank and it might you. be a new tradition for the family. Yeah, it could be. You never know. Thank you, Carrie, for sharing that. That's awesome. Uh, well, regardless of what you're doing, I hope everybody does have a happy Thanksgiving. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, there might be aliens among us. Um, in a desert in Utah, mm. no big deal. We're just going to talk Take about it. Take us away. Exactly. We'll talk about those aliens after this on my Talk 107.1. You guys, there's aliens. They're coming for us. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on my Talk 107.1, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. <laughs> Is that your alien sound? <laughs> um, yes, it is my alien sound. And Holly, feel free to get ready with some 2001 Space Odyssey because this is straight out of a movie. You've by now probably heard the story about the large metal monolith, or as this woman I heard on a news uh, account yesterday said, monolith. Like, do we call, don't we call it a monolith? Yes. But anyway, whatever. This large metal monolith mysteriously appeared in a remote region of Utah's Red Rock country. And I was like, I saw this a couple days ago. Literally, uh, there were some like fish and wildlife people. I think it was Utah Department of Public Safety, as I read it, um, who were out looking for some sheep or something. Mm-hmm. Um, some like wild mountain sheeps. You know, they do this thing occasionally to make sure that... The sheeps are out there. I don't know. But as they were... Fl- the sheeps are out there. Do, 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 do. Um, so, yes. So they go out in a helicopter. Oats, there's nothing on it. They, like, climbed on top of this dumb thing to see if there was any writing on it. And if there were it's writing probably on aliens. It, could they understand Guys, I'm said. so excited. Why are you excited? Because when the monoliths arrive... That means that we are entering a new age of it's civilization. True. It means because, a change is coming. Yeah, because the whole thing, if you haven't seen 2001 A Space Odyssey, is that the prehistoric ape people encounter this monolith, <laughs> and then one of the apes figures out how to use a bone as a tool, and it shifts the paradigm man. <laughs> and so... What Holly is saying is that 
even though you haven't been very optimistic about humanity over the last year, this monolith should give us hope. Yes! And it's a sign of 2020 that a stick of metal in the ground is giving anyone hope. We're going to get the star child. But I just want to lift my leg on this story because... Because here's the thing, you may be thinking a new hope. This is wonderful, right? Um, Civilization is going to change now. Here's something we can be hopeful about. I'm going to go make a pilgrimage to the monolith. Don't do it, guys. Well, no, it's not safe. They are worried about people getting stuck. But you know what's going to happen, and that's why I said I'm going to lift my leg on this. Some idiots are going to be like, oh, we're going to go visit the monolith. And they're going to get stuck. Okay. And they're going to require also, rescue. Also, can I just point yeah. out that you, of all people, mm-hmm. is poo-pooing the alien monolith story. You, by the way, the only person on this station, well, I shouldn't speak for Holly, who believes in actual aliens yeah. I just visiting think, planet Earth. I think this is just like, I think this is probably, honestly, was put there by the Utah Board of Tourism or something. Oh, my God. To try to get attention. Because what aliens do <laughs> you are toxic right what now. aliens really actually do is they don't leave mysteries like no this. they probe you anally yeah, they, <laughs> and they, destroy the planet no they pick you up and they bring you into their ship and they observe you so i oh, don't know colleen knows all about no what the no no, no. Do. this is not the fire in the sky now, version I, of aliens this is giving me hope yeah. okay but what do you actually think it is for realsies it's a monolith well, okay, so here's where I, I actually am fascinated. They were talking about how this could have been placed there, and it is, like, darn near impossible to um, to imagine how they were able to get this thing to where it is without anybody seeing it. Mm-hmm. And to bury it, I mean, look at that thing. Yeah, that it's thing in is there, huge, man. It's in there. And it's in there. I mean, it's, clearly aliens. It is about 12 feet tall, I'm going to say. Uh, because they, there's a picture of two of the guys who found it. Like one is on the other one's standing on the other one's shoulders to try to look at the top of it. Yeah. And it comes up to their heads. So that's to me feels like it's gotta be about 12 feet tall. I have so many questions. So as somebody who doesn't believe aliens have visited planet earth, at least in our lifetime, they're not probing people anally much to Colleen's, uh, disappointment. Um, there, but whatever. Well, you don't need aliens for that, Colleen. Come I know. On. I was going to say, like, I. <laughs> okay, stop. I, I know people. Don't walk down that road. <laughs> but, I mean, I lived on that street. <laughs> so I don't know where Can you want you me to go. Tell me how to, <laughs> how to get to. Anyway. Um, as somebody who doesn't believe aliens uh, have joined. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Joined us on planet Earth in the last few years. I do still, like I'm honestly fascinated by this story. There is clearly an explanation. It was clearly put there by something or someone. Probably someone. I get it. But the fact that nobody knows and nobody has figured it out up to this point, it's a story that I find fascinating, much like the jetpack man, Uh, the mystery jetpack man that's flying around Los Angeles and has evaded uh, detection or capture up to this point. Like there's a guy who's been presumably a guy because I feel like a woman would know better than to like fly in jumbo jet airspace with a jetpack. So, um, oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, that that's a thing. That's a real story. That's not a made up story. This is a real story. It's just that it's a mystery. We don't know. We don't know um, how this thing got here. And the fact that actual people don't know how this thing got here yet is kind of fascinating. Now, to there me. are some theories. And one of them is that this is the work of an artist, the late artist. And I'm not joking. His real name was John McCracken. And uh, he died in 2011. This, um, actually, I wonder if that's this other guy. Hold on. Um, I think it's just space junk. Like, I think it's just like it fell from the sky real hard and got lodged (laughs) straight straight up in the air. Sure. Without any impact crater. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't know. It's been there for yeah. a minute. Like, so, I don't know, stuff maybe blew Might want to take a physics class. I feel like aliens are beyond physics. Mm. So you're on Alien Town. Well, uh, no, not totally. I just feel like it had to have come from space. <laughs> she, <laughs> I like how you're like, I'm going to poop on this, but it's aliens, just, which is what we started out I saying. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I'm curious. I want to know more. I want to. Well, yeah, that's what... why we t- brought the story, because it's a mystery, man. <laughs> what is so hard to understand? I'm just trying just to bathe think in the mystery, ideas. man. I am. Okay, what you were looking up an artist. Yeah, this is not. Um, there's a, a wonderful story, actually, about a guy who um, who hid a treasure uh, before he died. And then a bunch of people went oh, looking yeah. for the treasure. And then like people died in the hunt for this treasure. And it was actually in Yosemite, uh, not Yosemite, uh, Yellowstone. And I listened, or I actually read this big, long article about it anyway. I wonder if maybe it's some guy who, you know, hatched, or lady, who hatched a plot to, you know, grab the world's attention. Yeah. I just want to know now what the plan is. Oh, I hope somebody what are we doing speaks with this? up and tells us what this thing is. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we'll have the answer for you. I'm just kidding. Yeah. We'll tell you about Find some out. celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-Bags. We'll tell you about them after this. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey! And uh, we have a name for those celebrities behaving badly, and that name is... D-Bag! Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. 
Thank you for asking. I was originally going to say Kelly Clarkson, but it's not Kelly Clarkson, so put your pants back on. Oh, jeez. Um, I mean, okay. Uh, but it's it's mostly A regarding the story about oh. Kelly Clarkson. Mm-hmm. Because what? I know. Oh, I, you know. I, well, you know. Uh-huh. I was just supporting you in your debate. <laughs> um, so the story, I'm assuming by your, uh, uh, you've read the story. Yes. Okay. So the headline is for the listener who didn't read the story, who's not out there going, uh, uh, <laughs> Kelly Clarkson alludes to the possible reason she divorced Brandon Blackstock. And I was here for this story. I'm like, yes, finally, she's going to admit that he is a, a cheater. Cheaty pants. Cheater McCheater pants, because we know this according to... NT Lawyer. Our blind item guru. So then I open up the story and I get to the words. I'm like looking for words. And she says it on her talk show, and this was yesterday, because um, they did this thing where she answered like prompts. It was probably like a thing, you know, like... Let's be thankful for some stuff. And uh, the prompt she answered was, I'm grateful in 2020 for the lesson I learned about blank. And and you know she was about to say, my cheating husband. Right? That's what we wanted her to say. That's what we wanted her to say. Mm -hmm. What she said instead was, I'm grateful in uh, 2024, quote, myself. And then she went on to give a candid explanation that alluded to a possible reason why she divorced Brandon in June. Okay, so where am I going to get this, like, pregnant uh, Somebody moment? got pregnant? <laughs> yes. Quote, <laughs> even at 38, I feel like I've always, I'm always changing and progressing. 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 In a good sense. In a good way. And I always want to make sure I'm being the best version of myself. She then goes on to talk about her mom, Jean, and how her mom gave her invaluable advice that she's kept close to her heart during her divorce. Quote, my mom has been telling me since I was a kid, you are who you are, who you surround yourself with. You want to make sure you're surrounded by people that also want to be the best versions of themselves and also want a good common goal for everyone, not just themselves. People like could be bad for you in a certain time. And I think that everybody just goes, oh, well, that means they're bad. Well, it doesn't necessarily mean that. It just means that you're on different paths. And I think that's okay. Everybody's on a different learning I'm curve. I'm sorry. Where did we get the... I know. Why she got divorced. I know. There was nothing in there other than she's saying, like, he is not on a, a, a good path. And people want to call him a D-bag. But he's not a D-bag. He's just on a different path. He's just making bad which choices. Which is still, let's be real. That is just a kind way of saying, I have kids and I don't want to tell the world that my husband is a cheating right. loser. Mm-hmm. So a lying fine. sack of beans. Yeah. And... We can we can deal with like that's what I hate. Like, don't tell me how to react to the truth. Like, don't tell me that I can't call your uh, ex husband a, a cheater, McCheater pants, mm-hmm. and judge him accordingly. I can do that if I choose. And pe- what I'm saying is, people are going to judge regardless. Right. You don't need to sugarcoat reality for people to make yourself feel better. Mm-hmm. Like, you can just not. You can just say it's Nanya. Exactly. Right. But really, I want to take E to task and say, E, you failed me here because you promised me she was going to allude to the possible reason she divorced Brandon Blackstock. Mm-hmm. I guess mean, what she didn't. Do. I guess it's like it's like hazelnut coffee. 
It smells like hazelnuts. It don't taste like hazelnuts. But it's still good. Yeah, I didn't say, okay, why do you got to take it personal? It's not about hazelnut coffee. Girl, It's that's an analogy. Metaphor? Simile, like or as. <laughs> I didn't you. use like or as. So, yes, it's mm-hmm. a, a... You did, actually, though. Did I? Okay. Yeah, you said it's like, like totally. Yeah, for sure. I just got a manicure. No, but my point <laughs> is, like, you promised, you over-promised, under-delivered. Thank you, E, for nothing. Yeah, and it's rude, too, because E wasn't the only one that ended up reporting that then. All other people were like, oh, they all started reporting like that. And then and, you read the thing, and you don't get anything. And girl, and I'm talking to E now. Okay. Girl, <laughs> she ain't going to tell us what happened. No. So stop trying to make people let think we're going to know let it we're go. not going to know let it go okay um my d-bag is a director by the name of tristram shapiro he is a british tv director uh he's actually known for some episodes of some good stuff like community unbreakable kimmy schmidt and veep but i have deemed him my D-bag today because of something that went down in a Zoom audition with mm-hmm. an actor by the name of Lucas mm-hmm. Gage. Did you hear about this? Yeah, I'm doing that thing that you did oh, to okay. me. But did you really hear mm. about this? Oh, yeah. The guy who uh, he judged his apartment. Oh, my gosh. It's so rude. An audition. It's terrible. Okay. So this guy, Lucas Gage, is showing up for a Zoom audition with this director. And the director does not realize that he or allegedly doesn't realize that he has not muted his microphone when he straight up insults the guy's apartment um, with words I can't completely say. He says these uh, these poor people live in these tiny apartments. Like I'm looking at his background, he's got his TV, and and at that point, this Lucas Gage, and this is where this guy wins the day. So director, total d bag, actor Lucas Gage, decent human being, sort of calls out the fact that the director is talking out loud, and says, "I know it's a bleepy apartment. That's why give me this job so I can get a better one." Which is so, and he says it like so cool. It's not jerky. It's like a way of saying like, bro, I just heard you. And now I'd like to have a job. So I'm going to give you a good ad- audition. And then, But here's the other thing. It turns out this wasn't even this guy's apartment. It was a hotel room that he was in. Oh my God, doing that's this hilarious. Audition, right? That's hilarious. So yeah. then. So this, now the guy has a new Netflix deal, six figures. I mean, I hope so. Um, so the, so the actor, this Lucas Gage, he posted this snippet of his audition to his social media and he did not name who the director was, but TMZ of course came forward and was like, yeah, it, you know, it's this guy, Tristram Shapiro. And apparently he has issued an entire apology for Lucas for what he said on this zoom call, but also tried to explain it away. Um, He said, you probably don't know who I am, but you're likely familiar with my story. And actor Lucas Gage posted a clip on social media taken from a Zoom casting he and I had been a part of back in August. During it, an unmuted director makes reference to tiny apartments and, quote, these poor people referring to actors. And the quick-witted Gage responds that he knows his apartment is bleepy and that's why he needs a job so he can get a better run. Anyway, he goes on uh, and tries to kind of walk it back and make it not seem like it was as awful as it was. D-bag. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, now they both have gotten all sorts of attention. Yeah. So kudos exactly. to both of you. And I hope that Lucas Gage gets many, many parts. And I hope he can buy all kinds of nice apartment rooms. <laughs> yeah. Okay, all apartment rooms. Apartment rooms. Yeah. But that whole... I So, you know, totally relate to Lucas Gage about this mm-hmm. because I have had zoom room anxiety Mm. when you're in a group with people who you're zooming with who you don't usually maybe have that intimate of a relationship with and then all of a sudden they're in your house yeah it's awkward it's it's awkward invite you in here for all this yeah definitely empathize with that because i had some zoom anxiety where it's like oh please yes this is how i live but you know this is just the way that it is So part of the thing that I think is interesting about this is in any other world, in in non-COVID times, if you were going to show up in a meeting or show up in a casting or show up at an audition, you're just showing up your body in their space to do the thing. It shouldn't where you are or what's behind you or what your actual real life looks like shouldn't have any bearing on it. So, yes. And that said, I am going to do that thing um, just because I I also had this moment when I was thinking about this story, which was, oh, God, in this year, we have all said things Mm -hmm. not realizing where those things were going. Oh, yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? So, like, our, we oh, have yeah. so many buttons controlling what mm-hmm. we... I mean, you need look no further than probably more than one promo on the station yeah. of things people have said thinking their mic was off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm not... I would not say that... Th- you would not have found me saying the things that Mr. Yeah. Uh, D-Bag said, for sure. But I do have that that thing that, like... I did not act. I read the story. I did not watch the video because I don't. I that second hand embarrassment is just like oh god because oh, I could see myself second hand. <laughs> yes, I'm going to have a lot of that this holiday season. Second hand embarrassment. Uh, no, but I I I just I oh yep. I I don't want to have that myself, and I have come very close multiple no, times. No, it's rising in me right now as we talk about it. <laughs> Yeah, because like every day, our voice, by the way, is being carried out through the radio, but also through our computers in different directions. And we're always so self-conscious, like, am I on right now? Who's listening? Not because I'm saying anything all that... um, the, The reasonable expectations we have of when we're in private are totally different Yeah, in this moment because of COVID-19. So we all just need to be like extra careful, mm-hmm. yeah, and extra thoughtful, yeah, about Especially the words coming out of our mouth. Kegel exercises, for example. Oh, it's my favorite. Oh, yeah, it's my favorite. Yes, that's a perfect story. example. It is actually because okay, so we'll just use it as an example. So um, at the very end of Project Down and Dirty. <laughs> War of the Worlds, yeah, classic radio drama. Yeah, there's sort of this like reel of outtakes while it intros, you know, who we all are. And I will confess, as I know you guys will too, that it was easy when we were doing that to forget that we were on camera the whole time, yeah. right? So we're and like, not just one camera. We had two cameras. Yes, one that was for um, 
each other so mm-hmm. that we could see each other while we were performing. And one was actually being recorded for posterity. And we completely, I mean, you just, we just would get in the moment and do what we were doing and completely forget that there were cameras on us. And at one point, and this is in the outtakes, Bradley is talking with um, Dawn and Lori about Kegel exercises. And he's uh, asking about performing them with a certain part of one's anatomy. Rhymes with schmaint. Uh-huh. <laughs> it showed up in the actual Yeah, I was reel. making an offhanded joke about schmaint. Yes. And it showed up at the end of the highlight reel, oh. which, by the way, aired this weekend on, on Channel, Channel 45. 45. <laughs> I don't feel like the censors over at Channel no. 45 knew that there was going to be a schmaint reference. It was... A moment, but the but that's family. the thing where I was like, oh my god, they recorded that, you know, and you do, you just forget, right? Like you said, or or the other day, my kid is in class and I come walking into the house, and thank God I wasn't like in my pajamas, you know, like I normally walk around the house just looking like you know what, but I walked up behind him because I'm his mother. And I forgot that he was in class. I saw that his computer was open and I put my arms around him and gave him a big hug. And you would have thought I might as well have been. I mean, he was mortified. He was like, Mom, I'm in class. You know, it's just you forget that there's cameras on you all the time. Great. Now I'm just a ball of anxiety and paranoia. Also, Colleen, you're missing your own prescription in life. Because what oh, do you always say? I always say, always assume you're on camera. Yeah, but it's hard. You don't, I mean, and if it is, stay away from a camera. Right? <laughs> Unless it's on your OnlyFans account. When we, Which, go for it. When okay. we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have more D-bags. It's a D-bag double down after this on My Talk 1071. Well, we've got some extra D-bags right here on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, And uh, when we have too much D-bag, we have a little D-bag double down. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Pew, 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 pew. Okay. Um, so we've talked a little bit about Lori Laughlin and Massimo Giannulli and the fact that they're doing time for their crime. Yeah, lately. it's real rough for them right now. Uh, they're having a hard time behind bars. But we also heard that her kids were struggling, right? That uh, the, the children yeah, of the two of them. It's real hard for them, too. They're just really having a hard time with their parents in jail. <laughs> um, the children, Olivia Jade and the other one, oh. Isabella Rose. <laughs> going to say poor thing <laughs> isabella rose they've been having a really hard time with their parents behind bars I mean, they're sort of it's understandable it's rough yeah. Is, yeah is it yeah i mean sure whether it's right or wrong i mean i imagine you miss your folks and sure. you don't want them to be yes ex-cons but, but the headlines yesterday were like they're really struggling life is rough for them they're you know they're very downtrodden excuse me then tell me why is isabella rose giannulli on the beach at the Rosewood Miramar Hotel in Santa Barbara, California, oh. looking like she's just fine. Oh, fancy! She's at that a is real fancy, fancy resort with a man, and she's playing in the sand and she's eating real good meals. Playing in the sand, it does not appear to me as though she is struggling while her parents are in the clink. 
Yeah, you know, people, grief is and a very is individual a struggle, thing. I would like to struggle. Yeah, I like was going to say grief is, you know, grief can manifest itself in different ways. And, um, you know, going to a luxe resort in the midst of a global pandemic while your parents are in prison. Yeah, maybe she's so sad she's not even Instagramming about it. It's <laughs> true. Uh-huh. You know, I have to confess, I don't follow her on Instagram, but now I would like to see if she is hitting up the gram with that. Um, I just feel like, and I'm not like, do do you, girl? Like, if you if what you want right now in life is to be on a beach um, having a little vacay, Go ahead and do that. What I'm taking issue with is the headline that they're struggling so much that this is a difficult time for them. And she is, again, I would like all my difficult struggles to look like that. I mean, I just want to be on a beach. Me too. Oh, man. Although I'm very concerned about how she's in a sweatshirt on the beach. It's probably cold there yeah, right I was now. Say, it's probably like in the like 60s, 70s. Yeah. It gets chilly in LA in the winter. Uh, do you wear a sweatshirt in the 70s? Yeah. Do you? It, see, we forget that cuz we're not in them right now. Um, yeah, I don't I don't, but It's yeah. 65 and sunny. That's chilly. It is That's chilly. sweatshirt weather. It is chilly. In Santa Barbara right now. I would literally be wearing shorts. It's cloudy and 35 yeah. right now yeah. here in here. my talk studios. I mean, the next time, once it's like 35 in March, I'm going to be wearing shorts. Again, I will tell you, so we were in California last December. and No, yes, December. And um, every single person, it was in the 60s, and everybody who lived there and worked there was wearing mittens and hats yeah, and it's down like jackets. Florida's the same way. It's like, you guys, seriously? My mother will be like, oh, God, we had a cold front come through oh last gosh. night. It's 70. Well, here's the thing. Um, and the that's... Lindstroms are traipsing around <laughs> yeah. in, like, our spring yeah. vest. Yeah. We're like, it's beautiful. We're eating outside. Yes. And I mean, people was... are looking like, why are you doing that? And then we just cold. go, we're from Minnesota. And yeah. they go, oh. oh. Here's the thing. The secret about Los Angeles is that... It may be sunny a lot, but in the winter, it gets cold. And the problem with Los Angeles is that the insulation stinks. So when it's cold outside, it's cold inside. There was one time I woke up in my crappy apartment in Burbank, and I could literally see my breath in the wintertime. Oh. That's how crap the insulation is. That's not fair. I mean, I'm uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> but you're not going to get any violin for me honey i'll do it to myself because you didn't have to shovel yeah because you're in southern california what are you even doing right now it's like (laughs) we're on death's door in terms of weather here in minnesota and she's like one time in santa barbara it was not terribly noticeable i've never seen my breath inside in minnesota Okay, that outside is, of a while meat locker may be a true statement. Uh, I would then you need to come to with... my house where the temperature is always a brisk sixty-seven degrees. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I, why is it sixty-seven degrees feels warmer to me right now? No, it is not. Warm. <laughs> it always has to be specifically sixty-seven. I'm just not saying, 68, I'm 65. just bitching. Okay. I, like all I'm doing is well, bitching. Isn't right that now. what we're all doing yeah. in this segment? I know. Welcome. Yeah. I mean, what we're trying to do is show you that we have it worse than Isabella Rose. Yes, that is true. (laughs) 
Massimo Giannulli yeah. and Holly, Mary Laughlin's daughter. Holly's golden days of Southern California, <laughs> also miserable. I mean, here's the other thing. If indeed you could see your breath inside in Minnesota, the bummer of it then would be that you'd roll out your front door and there would be <laughs> snow everywhere and ice. But in L.A., in Burbank, you know, you were only, you know, but a short drive away from the beach. We used to do this ocean. all the time when I lived in Texas where we'd be like, but it's a cold, cold. It's a wet cold. Like, I, that's just, no, it's not, no, it's not the same. It's worse here. What we want everybody to know is it's worse here. It's always worse always here. Always worse here. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, how are you going to prep that turkey? Bradley needs help making the perfect let's, turkey. Let's do some turkey talk. Perfect turkey. What's your secret? 651-641-1071 after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.